0: Welcome to the Church in Gulliver podcast. I am your host, Jedediah, and
1: the co-host, Newton.
0: We are back this week in our makeshift studio, Mm -hmm. and we are going to be talking about a subject that has come to light um, over the course of church history, and I think over the course of recent times of how church members can be hurt. Mm. Um, The technical term for it is called church hurt. And often the definition for church hurt is a member of a community of believers and saints who has been either emotionally, physically, or any other form of hurt that they have experienced because of both either the church members or the leadership of the church. And this can come from doctrinal issues. It can come from disciplinary issues. It can come from interpersonal relationships with members of the church and sometimes it can come from even a person's own emotional understanding or emotional apprehension mm. of the church. And so church hurt is real. We are not discounting it. And that's the reason why we are having a conversation on it today to see how we can explore what the Bible says concerning it. Mm. And as a foundation of that, Newton, how do we view church membership? Because you can't be hurt by a church you're not a
1: member of. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's a good uh, question. I think we need a right uh, thinking about uh, church membership if we're going to uh, be able to understand and navigate uh, church hurt. Church membership is actually different from, uh, say, joining a club. mm or joining any other voluntary uh, service. Mm. Ironically, we call our church meetings church services. Yeah. But I believe church uh, membership should be different uh, from uh, joining a, a club. Jesus Christ doesn't actually call uh, people to join the church, but to submit to the church. Wow. So that is... Church membership, again, is the church affirming that you are indeed a follower of uh, Jesus Christ. Mm. But we'll be able to expound on this perhaps maybe uh, later, but uh, I believe we need to understand uh, that uh, church membership simply means that uh, you are belonging to other members of uh, Christ's uh, church. And because you are being joined by other members of Christ's church, you are being joined by people that are different from you. People who mm. don't think the way you do. Mm. People that may have different expectations than you. And men, all oh, that is rested for what? Church? <laughs> Church hurt. And I think to add on
0: to that, um, there's a, a flip side to this. And I think it's a warning that we get in First Peter chapter 5. Mm-hmm. As Peter is exhorting the elders, he says, So I exhort the elders among you. I highlight this passage to showcase that, as a church uh we believe in um the plurality of elders mm-hmm. um if there's time in the future, we might talk about what that actually is, but mm-hmm. we hold to having multiple elders in the church as opposed to having one big pastor and then having smaller pastors yes. and so what we're trying to express in looking at this passage is that there's also something known as church abuse, yes, and this is where elders or people in authority and power in the church can be, as this passage says, they can lead under compulsion. Mm -hmm. They can lead for shameful gain. They can be domineering over those in their charge. And Mm -hmm. that's church abuse. And legitimately for some people, church hurt comes from people who are taking the office of elder lightly. Yes. They're not being responsible to this office. They're not being honoring to God. And Hebrews chapter 13 assures us that they will be held accountable. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we, we don't want to mush over the reality that in the church, in Christ's church, there are elders or under shepherds who do their job in a disdainful manner, mm. that they hurt other members of the church and actually hurt the body of Christ. Yes. Yet that being said, we're still looking at the church and how functionally we should be able to look at the hurts that are among us and mm. the hurts that are, you know, we don't know about. Yes. And so the point of what we're trying to say is even in this category of church hurt, there could be what we call legitimate church hurt Mm -hmm. and illegitimate church hurt.
1: And talking about uh, legitimate church hurt, this verse here says, shepherd the flock of God. Mm. So there may be a member of the church who feels like they're not being shepherded. yeah. And at the same time, they're like, but there are some of the people in the very same church that are over-shepherded. So it might be the leaders, they are spending the bulk of their time on few individuals and neglecting other individuals. And I think this is actually uh, possible. And again, that can uh, lead to legitimate church Church hurt. hurt. Yeah. And I think
0: primarily we also, we have example of the reality that this is not a new church phenomenon. It's it's happened in, a, in, a, in, a, in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. As we look in the book of Acts in chapter 6, we are reminded of just the reality that, you know, churches have people who are hurt. Mm-hmm. Churches have people who are sometimes neglected. Mm-hmm. And the Bible does not live a silent. It gives us answers to those questions, give us answers to perspectives and how we can be able to deal with this. Uh-huh. So in chap- Acts chapter number six, um, it says now in this days when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint mm. by the Hellenists arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily disper- distribution of food. And I think that's primarily what hurt looks like. There is an aspect of a group of people here, who are complaining mm-hmm. because they have been neglected. Mm-hmm. I think that's a legitimate claim for church hurt. That we see in Acts chapter six. Yes, And in as much as sometimes we might want to rush over these thoughts, I think this is still applicable to the New Testament church. It's still applicable in our churches today mm-hmm. where people would legitimately be neglected by their elders. Yes, And so one thing we have to understand is that church hurt is there, mm-hmm. but we have to navigate what is legitimate. And what is
1: illegitimate? Legitimate.
0: Because we can only address legitimate church hurt claims because they are rooted in a sin problem. hmm And all hurt in, in Christ church is a community of saved sinners. All hurt will come from some particular sin. mm mm-hmm. uh, Whether somebody sinned against you or you sinned against somebody, there's going to be hurt. Yes. The inherent nature of sin asserts a certain amount of discomfort and separation. Mm-hmm. And so as a church, now
1: the question is, how do we deal with church hurt? Yeah, it's a good uh, question. And I like, again, this passage, when there was this uh, complaint mm. of, uh, uh, quote, unquote, church hurt. Of course, there's no word of church hurt, but it is mm. church hurt. The widows felt hurt by the church. But I like what the leaders did here they did not actually dismiss the complaint Mm. they did not uh, dismiss uh, the problem but uh, rather they actually said let's do something about this and in verse 3 says therefore brothers speak out from among you seven men of good repute Mm. full of the spirit and of wisdom who we will appoint to this duty. You pick, but we will appoint. In other words, they must pick people who will be able to solve the problem. Mm. And what I like about this, even when you mentioned about uh, the problem, yeah. there was actual, there, so they're being neglected in the daily distribution. distribution. So in other words, it, our challenge today might not be this specific problem, but we are also having a, a leadership that may be limited. In other words, how we even divide our time and our resources, it may not be able to reach everybody.
0: Yeah, that's just primarily very true. And I think the joy of this passage as well, mm-hmm. I will highlight to uh, the same passage you talked about in verse three of chapter six of Acts, mm-hmm. where these complaints being made. We're given a solution mm-hmm. on the basis of a biblical standard yes. of people who can deal with it. Mm-hmm. I want us to make that clear here. This yes. these were men of what? Good, Good repute, repute, full of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and of wisdom. And I think at times we we run the error of trying to deal with church hurt by just appointing anybody to deal with it. Yeah. It, it doesn't take away. Uh, the, the reality that there's always a spiritual aspect because the church is God's church. Mm-hmm. And so for us now, I think when you're looking at this question that we posed before, how do we do with church hurt? We could jump on to another question mm-hmm. that says,
1: who do you turn to? How do you respond? Yes. Who do you tend to and how do you uh, respond? Mm, because when you look at the passage itself, mm-hmm.
0: it is the 12 who are the apostles. Yes who summoned the full number Mm -hmm. of the disciples. And then they made a decision from there. So when you're thinking of how the church has hurt you or how the church has members who are hurting, how do you respond? Hmm. Who do you turn to? Yeah. And I think that's a primary place. And let's, let's start by looking at
1: who you do not turn to. (laughs) That's a good question. Who do you not uh tend to? I think it might not be okay. I don't know if I will talk about leaders and members. I guess it's both, right? I think it's both. But for leaders, I think don't uh, just uh, be dismissive and complain because these leaders they did not. Yeah. But they acknowledge the problem, and I think as uh, leaders, we first need to also examine our heart, our our hearts because. Many times when there is a complaint, there might be a reason why people are complaining. Mm. But as you rightly said, sometimes it might just be a sin, but it's not always the case. Yes. So as uh, leaders, I think we need to examine ourselves and be able to understand that, uh, and assume the best. Most members mean well. Yes. So as leaders, we do not have to say, tend to, uh, gossip amongst leaders whereby there is a complaint and then we start, uh, uh, you know, maybe slandering somebody who has raised a complaint or a mm. concern mm. or rushing uh, to social media. Now, mm. as leaders, you post on your Facebook page <laughs> that uh, uh, pastoring a church <laughs> uh, is hard exactly. or yeah. this and that, which may not necessarily be edifying. So I think there's ways uh, of uh, turning to social media that may not be uh, super uh, helpful.
0: And I think another key of them is is just to understand um, when we're still speaking about leaders is to very important when you're dealing with people who are hurting is mm-hmm. accord people the dignity that is rendered to them by the gospel. Sure. I think that's very important to understand that the gospel gives them the dignity, um, not in a sense of human worth, but in a sense of being saved by God and being a member of Christ's body. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're tempted to say, ah, he's just weak. yes. Or this person is just very emotional, very sensitive. It might be true, mm-hmm. but you accord them the love and grace that Christ has actually shown that person. And I think that that comes into accepting the reality of things. And if there's I think that's where it comes, shepherding comes. Shepherding comes when people are hurt. Correct. If you haven't been shepherding, you have to shepherd.
1: Yes. <laughs> now shepherd you have to flock. Shepherd yes.
0: the flock. And mm-hmm. that's the command. Even in First Peter chapter five. The command yes. is shepherd the flock. It doesn't say, is it a wimpy sheep? Is it a strong sheep? Mm -hmm. Is it a strong-willed sheep? The command is what? Shepherd Shepherd the flock. flock. In whatever context, whatever situation, elders should learn to be the shepherd. And the shepherd leads the sheep to good water. Mm -hmm. Psalm 23 is a good expression of this. Good uh, pasture. Mm -hmm. And that's the word. Feed them the word. Help them to think through church hurt biblically, Mm -hmm. not respond to church hurt emotionally as a pastor. Yes, as if it's a personal attack. It's not a personal attack. Mm -hmm. And to realize and help our members to understand that church hurt is not inflicted by Jesus. Yes. It is inflicted by other members of the church. Whatever problem and worry you have towards other members of the church, it is not a representation of how Jesus feels about you. Yes, it's not a representation of how Jesus is treating you. It's a representation of how his members, his saints, mm-hmm. who he has saved, same as you, mm-hmm. have gotten something wrong, or you have gotten something wrong. Yes, and I think another area of understanding is when you come to First Corinthians chapter six, and Paul is talking about um, believers who are having lawsuits against one another. Mm-hmm. In chapter six, he goes on, and I think this makes so much sense. He says. When one of you has a grievous against another, does he dare go to the law before the unrighteous instead of the saints? Hmm. That is very important. So church, Don't go to the courts. Don't rush to go to the courts. Don't don't rush to go to the courts. If it's a matter of violence and the police need to be involved, yes. by all means. yes. Mm-hmm. But then no, that we don't have... Do we have such extreme cases in church yet? Uh, not yet. I hope we don't get them. I hope we don't get them. But the reality is don't go to the unrighteous... To settle things that are happening among the saints. Mm-hmm. And that is very important because it, it showcases how Christ's body is really the exhibition of reconciliation. Mm. That's the gospel we've been called to, a gospel of reconciliation. Yes. Uh, Paul is saying the same in, in verse number four of chapter six. So if you have such cases, why do you lay them before those who have no standing in the church? I say this to your shame. Can it be that there's no one among you wise enough to settle a dispute between the brothers? Hmm. But brother goes to law against brother and that before unbelievers. To have lawsuits at all with one another is already a defeat for you. Why not rather suffer wrong? Why not rather be defrauded? But you yourselves wrong and defraud even your own brothers. I think that goes to the church itself to say, how are you defrauding other people? Hmm. How are you hurting other people? You're going in direct to the gospel you claim to hold. Yeah. And so I think there's there's that manner of don't go to unbelievers to settle believers' problems. Mm. Especially if there are problems in the church. If there are matters of, let's say, violence and the police need to be involved, by all means. Yes. The Bible says, go to the authorities. mm mm-hmm. Romans 13 Romans chapter 13 mm-hmm. is encouraging us to obey the authorities yeah. and obeying the authorities if it's a matter of violence and the police need to be involved bring them
1: in. Yeah. The government has been given the sword, not the church. And the government is a servant of the church. So by no means we are not discouraging that. But in matters where brothers and sisters have sinned against each other and it has led to hurt The Bible has given us uh, principles of us uh, resolving uh, that. And this is another way whereby we need to turn to other spiritual uh, or matured brothers and sisters. And Mm. this is why God gives us even leaders in the church Mm. instead of us also responding sinfully. Because sometimes when people have been hurt, what they'll do is they'll end up uh, bad mouthing their Mm. church, their brothers and sisters, or their leaders. Or sometimes we just go to other churches, Mm. which I think also that's not a helpful way of uh, responding. It's always helpful to understand that uh, you are actually joined to a church with fellow uh, sinful people. The church first and foremost should be seen as a a hospital of sick Mm. people because we've been justified, we are being sanctified, sanctified. and we will one day be glorified. In fact, I believe is it Romans 8 says we have been glorified, mm, but that yes. simply means the process of glorification has begun, but it is not yet finalized. So I think we need to understand that uh, church hurt for most part is inevitable. Is yeah. that correct to say it's inevitable? It is, it is inevitable. But I mean, I what's help is how do you then yeah respond to that?
0: And I think there's also that part of starting to shepherd ourselves to realize that some of these hurts and co- don't, don't quote me wrong on this one. Some of these hurts are necessary for our growth. Yes. Uh, they're necessary for us to endure and grow and learn to love the body of Christ in despite of its marks and scars. Mm-hmm. Now, that does not mean that you suffer abuse. That does not mean you become a doormat and everybody can just walk all over you. But there are some things in some areas in which we can simply accept to say, OK, I've been wronged here. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I'll move on with it. Mm-hmm. And that reality, it sounds rather grim, but it's a truth that we have to learn to realize that some hurts might not be immediately solved. Yeah. Some some will take a while, mm-hmm. and some are part of learning to love the body of Christ the same way people are
1: learning to love us. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like uh, this uh, thought. Uh, if you look at uh, Ephesians chapter 5, husbands commanded to love their wives. Mm. Man, it's a picture of uh, how Christ has loved us. And I was just thinking about this. Uh, we need to learn to Turn what is ugly to what is uh, beautiful, Mm. and the church, to some extent, is like uh, that uh, picture. Mm -hmm. We need to be able to understand that it's not always going to be easy to love. Yeah, it's not always going to be easy. But how else are we going to learn to love than to love what that is, which is hard to love?
0: Yeah, that's, that's
1: that's that's true. So yeah, but church hurt is real.
0: And so how then do we come to this? um, I think one could be listening or maybe some Mm -hmm. and saying, well, I get what you're saying, but I'm not being helped. Mm. Um, What do I do then when I'm not being helped?
1: mm -hmm.
0: When I've expressed my hurts to the church, Mm -hmm. to the leaders, to the members, Mm. but I'm still not being helped. How then do we shepherd that one person?
1: Mm. Mm. that needs to be addressed do we still have enough time or do we need to come back for that one because I think that's a good question
0: we are coming back to that one so please stay tuned to the podcast Uh, if you have any more questions any more additions please be able to connect with us communicate with us Mm -hmm. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the church in Gulliver podcast and that's at T G I. C podcast and you can also find us on Facebook at Reformation Bible Church where we will be able to address your answer your questions and give you answers and so from us to you it is goodbye and god, god bless, bless.